Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, referee John McCarthy has called a stop to this contest at three minutes, four seconds of round number two. Declaring the winner by knockout and new undisputed UFC lightweight champion of the world, the notorious Connor decision coming to you live from the great state of texas right here on blog talk radio i'm your host greg the truth the host of the show is the black belt mr Fayos. i want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening live I want to invite you to follow us on twitter at majority mma and like us on facebook the majority decision Fayos, how's it going good man how are you Doing well, doing well. A lot going on in the world of mixed martial arts this past week. Um, we've got a lot of good topics to discuss. Before we get into uh, some of the bigger news, let's uh, hit up UFC, uh, ult- the Ultimate Fighter finale um, this past, uh, or last just last night, uh, which, did you watch this season? I did, and uh, I want to say that um, some of the other seasons have been kind of lackluster. This season was probably one of the best seasons I've ever watched. It was champions from every, or, you know, all all different organizations, um, some in different countries, and they every fight, man, was a scrap. Every fight was worth watching. There wasn't a bunch of drama. It was all. I mean, it was. Uh, it was worth it, man. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and uh, it led it it led to a title shot, and it led to a uh, to a really good fight. Yeah, I, I, it was an interesting concept and uh, a, a little bit of a change up from what they normally do. And I think they were due some sort of a change. Um, the Ultimate Fighters, kind of to me, I haven't watched it fully in several seasons other than um, watching it here or there uh, because it's just hard for me to invest that extra hour on a bunch of guys that I don't think are ever going to amount to anything in the UFC. And I know that that's kind of harsh, but, you know, and I've said this before, but the ultimate fighter really hasn't made a star in a while. And, but I tell you what, in the main event of last night, uh, Elliot was very close to uh, shocking the world, man. I, um, he had that he had that uh, choke pretty close. Man, he uh, Elliot is just an all around good fighter, and uh, I watched that guy fight through the season. And there was a couple of times where I thought that you know he would get beat, and he didn't. He was a grinder. He's good up, he's good down, he's kind of unorthodox, 
Um, he's kind of, he's very dominant cruisish. He just doesn't do it as well, but he mixes up a lot of the grappling. And, uh, he, I mean, it was, you, you know, I think uh, Mighty Mouse probably just a little bit faster, but, uh, I mean, it's been a while since you've seen Demetrius Johnson, you know, really have to work, you know, to, uh, to defend his title. And, uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was a really good fight. I was really impressed with uh, Tim Elliott and the way he fought. And, you know, it's easy to second guess and say, well, he held the choke too long, and maybe had he not held the choke so long to blow his arms up, maybe, you know, he would have had more of a chance down the stretch. But, man, when you're that close, I can imagine in the moment, and, you you know, you can feel the guy's neck around your arm, and the only thing that's, keeping you from winning the title is this guy tapping out. I don't blame him one second for holding on to that choke as long as he did and uh, basically just going for broke. Yeah. And, you know, the the cool thing was is um, every chance he got, he would try to get Demetrius. And every chance Demetrius got, you know, they would try to get each other. I guess, uh, you know, a friend of mine, he he texted me and he goes, man, I can't stand watching Ryan Hall. You know, his jujitsu is great, but he just doesn't really do anything else with it. And uh, well, while I was watching that fight, I texted him and I said, this is how you want to see jujitsu applied in MMA. You know, constant roll, scrap, move, uh, submission attempt, strike, move. You know, just it, it really shows how it truly applies you know, to being well-rounded. And uh, it, it was just, it was an awesome fight, man. I enjoyed every bit of it. I enjoyed every bit of it. You could tell um, towards the end there, uh, you know, I, I hope it's not the case, but towards the end there, you know, it kind of looked like he was just happy to be there. and You know, maybe he was, uh, you know, just trying to survive. But, you know, and I hope that's not what it was. You know, he did look like he kind of gassed himself out. You know, in the in the beginning of the fight, but uh, it was it was a good fight, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way. I, I felt like, you know, once you got to the fourth and fifth rounds, I think he realized that, especially obviously the fifth, that the fight he wasn't going to win on the cards, obviously. And, no, he, he needed but, a but finish. I think he still. Yeah, he need, I think he knew he needed a finish, and I think he knew that was obviously going to be a very hard hill to climb. But um, it was it was a great fight. It, Demetrius Johnson, I think, is probably um, right now without John Jones, the pound for pound best fighter in the UFC. And I think because he doesn't headline pay per views and isn't the draw as some of the other champions are, I think that he's very underrated in a lot of people's mind. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I think, uh, you know, Tim Elliott, even if you watched all his clips of, you know, you know, being in the UFC, getting cut, going to the other shows, and then watching him fight in the other shows, watching him battle. And that's what it takes sometimes. It takes some of these guys to leave and come back. I mean, look at Robbie Lawler. He left, came back, and became the world champ. So anything's possible. Yeah, I mean – Without question, he he deserves and and obviously will get more fights in the UFC. 
Uh, I understand. I think that he said that he wanted to go up to 135, that the cut was just too much for him. So it'll be interesting to see how he how he moves up. I don't remember. I know he fought in the UFC before, but I don't remember where he fought uh, in his first run. Yeah, yeah. I you know I thought he was kind of big, and I thought that would have been his uh, you know his play on that deal. I feel like that's why Demetrius Johnson never beat Dominic Cruz was because of the size difference. Um, so, you know, I'm almost wondering if another big guy who's a grinder, you know, kind of moves the same way and is just a scrappy person, you know, can get in there and, uh, you know, really, really push the pace, you know, does that, uh, you know, does that put Dominic Cruz in some danger? I guess we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how everything shakes out. Were there any other fights that caught your eye on the on the on the card last night? I um, thought Henry Cejudo and uh, Henry Cejudo and a, uh, Joseph Benavides was a good fight. That was a really good fight. I enjoyed that one. Uh, Henry Cejudo, Henry Cejudo looked like he uh, he had a little bit more uh, he had a little more tricks uh, to his arsenal. You know, he wasn't just a wrestler. Or, he came out. You can tell he's been working on his his craft and getting better. But uh, I think what got him was he was swinging for the fences a lot. And I think Benavides, with the experience, just kind of I think experience is what won that fight for Joseph Benavides because I think towards the end there, Henry Cejudo kind of gassed out. Um, I think uh, I think he also has trouble with that weight cut. Has Benavidez taken over for Uriah Faber as the guy who can beat anybody that doesn't have a but not beat belt the around the waist? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I don't know, man, and I hope not. I hope not. You know, it, you know at one point, Uriah Faber held a belt, right? You know, it's just – it's you know, Faber is kind of a weird deal, man, because he was the best – of the best at a time where the UFC didn't have a lighter division. So he had to get it wherever he could. And, you know, it's just when it moved to the WEC, it, I mean, his time was kind of, you know, his time was just kind of over. And, you know, that's uh, unfortunate for favor, but, you know, favor at least held a title. I don't know if that Joseph Benavides has ever held the title anywhere. Yeah. I thought in my head, I would have to say, no, I don't, I don't think that's the case. But, uh, yeah. uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't, obviously the only thing they can do with him is put him in there with Johnson again, but do we want to see that fight for a third time? Who Benavides? Yeah. yeah Benavides you know Johnson what? Again. Man, I, I don't know, man. I, I really couldn't even tell you that, uh, I would only want to see that. I I would want to see that fight again if he didn't fight like he fought Cejudo last night. Because uh, yeah, yeah, he's not gonna win like that. He won't win that fight like that. So you know, get getting in there and you know, just trying to because he's he's kind of fighting the same way, but Demetrius Johnson just does that better than everybody. So uh, he you'd have to have a completely different game plan. You'd almost have to be. Uh, You'd you'd have to be as scrappy and okay to go to the ground with him, you know, kind of like uh, Elliot did last night. You 
Yeah, that that division is uh, is becoming a a tough. I don't know. Uh, Johnson's running out of people to beat. I mean, you know, they had to sign 16 new guys to find somebody new to fight. Well, we, I would like to see. I think I would like to see him fight Cruz again. Um, you know, if Cruz super fights are the thing to do right now. Uh, both those guys have championships, and why, you know, why not? Why not do it? Well, yeah, I mean, why not? Really, if uh, if Demetrius Johnson challenges up, you know, to fight Cruz, even if he loses, he doesn't lose his strap at 35, right? But at least it opens it up to say, hey, you know, let's uh, let's let's shake it up a little bit. You know, why not, man? I mean, we just saw a unification fight. Why not do another one? Why not do 25 to 35? I mean, uh, I I think Demetrius Johnson's a lot better than the last time he fought Dominic Cruz, and uh, he may even yeah. have a better chance. He's, I mean, he's just way better. He, I mean, he, he may have a shot at it. He, I think he could possibly beat him. Definitely poses some different threats than he used to. Um, one other thing about... Uh, about the Johnson fight, were you surprised? I was a little surprised that Elliot got into the got the takedown on him um, fairly easy. Johnson's not; he's been taken down before, but he's not the easiest guy to take down. Elliot did a good right. job of uh, getting him down to the ground. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think size had a lot to do with that, and uh, yeah, and it play and it played. It really did play to his uh, advantage, but. Uh, but man, Demetrius Johnson was just too good everywhere, man. And uh, that's that you, you can't you just can't take that away from him, right? Everybody always wants to focus on what the other guy did wrong. I don't, man. I just focus on what the what the guy one did right. Demetrius Johnson just did everything right everywhere that he could. He didn't dominate, but he still pulled it off, man. There was uh, transition after transition in that fight. And uh, that I think that was I think that was his toughest title defense to date. Did you feel like? Because uh, I'm sticking with this, I guess now because now I got another comment I want to make and get your thoughts on. Did you feel like <laughs> Elliot, who spent a lot of time on his back, I felt like he kept his guard open too much, and Johnson just easily just sliced right into it to have and even and even side control. And he, he he never closed his guard. He kind of kept the one half butterfly thing going on. And I feel like if he would have kept his uh, kept his guard closed, he probably would have had a better chance of of controlling it a little bit better. Yeah, I think um, I don't know, man. You know what? I don't really know about that. I think I think the reason he I think the reason he kept his guard open was to bait Demetri Johnson to pass. Mm-hmm. So that he could because he felt he felt comfortable on the ground, he felt like he could scramble to his feet. Um Yeah. That makes sense. Because yeah, you know what I mean? And the truth of the matter is he wasn't bad at it. Just in the later rounds yeah. it looked like he just was starting to get tired and tire out and he just once you know, once he got past he just had trouble getting that. So 
if look how many look how many positions, how many submissions he scrambled out of to get away. I think he just uh I, I think that was a kind of a baiting thing for him and it was just easier for him to get up from those positions that way. So moving on to a real quick hit topic here. Um apparently Tito Ortiz says that his upcoming fight with uh, Chael Sonnen is that's going to be it for him. That uh, he's going to call it a career. Wow. What's he going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Can he do anything else? I, I have no idea. Well, I mean, he's got his company, I guess, and he can probably coach and right and all those things. So, um. Man, it's about time for him to retire, man. He's fought with a lot of injuries. And, you know, he's kind of a pioneer in the sport. You know, he's, I, I he's think, been I injured think from, the, from the very first time he ever stepped in the right. cage. He's, he's been injured the entire time. Right. And I think uh, – One long injury. I think I think T.D. Ortiz's whole thing was he, he wanted to go somewhere. He felt like he was treated well for a little while. And, uh, yeah. You know, now now he's being treated well. I guess he's I guess he's done with it. I, I guess I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I there was a video. I think I think I believe it was Rory McDonald had just signed with Bellator, and uh, he showed up at a show and Tito Ortiz was there and he goes he shook he shook Tito's hand. And Tito said something to the effect of, uh, "You'll like the way they treat you here. They treat you a whole lot better." or Something like that. So. I think uh, I don't know. I guess he's just a pat me on the back type of guy. I, I have no idea. I don't know what else it is. Probably an ego thing. You know, like to be made. Yeah, probably to feel like you're important. Yeah, something like that. I don't, I don't know. Something to that effect, man. Who knows with Tito Ortiz? He'll leave. You know, Chael Sonnen. He'll probably do a few fights over there, and then uh, just become a commentator. Right, I mean it's uh, it's a good segue for some of these guys to get jobs elsewhere. Conor McGregor applied for his boxing license for a boxing license in the yeah. state of California. He um, got it. I just and he got it. Of course he did. I would like to just calm everyone down, and I this, because to me this is just obviously self-promotion because now he can stand up and say, Hey Floyd, I got my boxing license. You know, what's your excuse now? Knowing that that fight is uh, unlikely to happen, irregardless of how many boxing license licenses he acquires. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't think UFC is going to let him box anyway. So it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? They're not. They're, I, don't, I don't think. Uh, I don't even think with the new ownership they're going to let their guys, you know, go out and uh, do other combat sports besides grappling. So, I don't, I don't know what he plans on doing with that boxing license. But who knows? Man, then you guys might let him do it. You know, just to just to you know draw more, just to draw more revenue. Yeah, you whatever. Yeah, you know? it, it, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they've um, I already started. That, uh, they've already started cutting people. So, 
Yeah, I don't think that the Fertitas would have been down for something like that. I don't think that Dana White is necessarily down for something like that. But, uh, you know, those guys aren't, aren't really calling 100% of the shots anymore. So it, at this point, it, it really wouldn't surprise me if they found a way to make that happen. And it would be a disaster because Conor McGregor would lose. And, any, and again, I'll say this again. I know you feel the same way. For all the McNuggets out there, they're in a dream world to think that he can defeat Floyd Mayweather in a boxing fight, you're just on, you're, you're not in reality. That, right. that, that will never happen. Right. And, 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 and the same thing goes the other way. Right. And vice versa. Yeah, that's vice, yeah, vice versa, man. Floyd steps into the cage and Connor's going to beat him up, dude. That's just the way that is. They're two different sports. People understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you see guys, maybe guys in the octagon mostly stand up and you know, might just punch and kick each other the whole fight and things like that. But let, let's face it, man. If a guy who sh- strictly has one discipline, you know, comes in and steps into a cage, you know that the other guy is going to use all the other tools to beat him, not try to beat him at what he's best at. I mean, it's, uh, again, we've proven it before, right? Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, the big news of the week, I think, or it, it's not necessarily big news in my opinion because I don't, I don't know how it can ever really go anywhere, but the alleged approach of a formation of a mixed martial arts association, fighters association, um, and they had some uh, fairly big names on the list that were on a conference call. I think it was on Wednesday. Uh, Some of the things that they're seeking, 50% of the revenue that the UFC generates to go to fighters, um, post-career compensation, retirement fund type of a thing, uh, minimum 25-25 for every fighter that's under the UFC banner. Um, you know, and it's not that I don't like any of the suggestions that they have. I just, why would the UFC negotiate with them? Yeah. I mean, what leverage do they have? They have no leverage because there's not one guy on that list that the UFC can't live without. Right. I mean, that's the truth. I don't, I don't know. And there's tons of guys signing up to do it other than that. So it's not like it's I don't I don't know what it is and I don't know <laughs> I I just I'm not sure man it, I mean I guess it's nice to have somebody to negotiate for you or whatever it is but you know the 25 and 25 is probably not that big of a deal I don't see somebody getting half the rest of the revenue though that doesn't make any sense Well you know the the NBA and the NFL have an agreement, I think, that is close to 50-50, especially with the new agreement that the NBA just got. And we saw guys' salaries skyrocket this past season because of the new uh, revenue sharing versus how much money is allocated per team to salaries. So we had guys like the Rockets here in Houston they signed a guy like Ryan Anderson and, you know, he's probably a $12 million guy, but because there's so much more money, he gets 20 million a season. 
And, you know, so it's kind of something along those lines. But, again, why would the UFC negotiate, number one? And, number two, if they, be, if they even begin to negotiate, if they even crack the door a little bit, they might as well just open it all the way up. So, you know, I think they have to, they have to, stay, they have to stand their ground on this one. If, if they're not willing to do anything, if they don't want a union. Now, if they want a union, then call everybody to the table. My understanding is that WME does deals with a lot of people that are tied to unions in the entertainment industry, acting and, and things of that nature. So there there could be well, some pressure on them to, to change things up. Well, maybe they'll do it then. They might just do it. That's a uh, – it's right. It's – not on right. I mean, obviously, uh, you know. There, I mean, there's all kinds of rumors going around about that place right now. I guess, uh, you know, Chuck Liddell and Matt Hughes no longer have jobs, and uh, um, what else? Oh, they're talking about replacing commentators and all kinds of stuff, and that you know, it, it's. Uh, kind of a weird deal, man. If it, if it starts to get get a little crazy, right, I just hope they don't turn it into boxing. If they turn it into boxing, um, you know, I, I I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to go watch Bellator or something. I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> and, you know, that, and not that's that I don't already watch Bellator. Not that, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Not that I already solid. watch Bellator. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, would, I would just have to watch B. it all the time, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's a solid plan B. Um, no, it is. I, I love Bellator, but, man. They have good fighters. They have good shows. They just promote. They just don't promote very well. Yeah, on the commentators things, you know, I've been kind of, I've been kind of rough on Gold, Mike Goldberg in the past, but. Uh, you know, I don't think I would like to see a sweep sweeping changes in that area. You know, I don't think you can. I don't think you can replace both of them, Joe and Mike. I think you can replace no, one I mean, of them. I don't think you can do both of them. I think that'd be too much I of think a change. If, well, man, I think if you're going to replace one, you replace Goldberg. You don't replace Rogan, right? Rogan Rogan's the guy who actually knows what he's talking about. Out of those two guys, right? <laughs> I mean, he does. He knows what he's talking about, right? You could put Rogan and Anik out there, they'd be okay. You could put Rogan and Stan out there, they'd be okay, right? They at least all both know what they're talking about. You know, Mike Goldberg, you know, he's good for a few catchphrases here and there. But uh, if you lost Mike Goldberg, would you notice? Well, we wouldn't get to hear, and here we go. We wouldn't get to hear that anymore. Might miss that. Well, well, and, and, well, and and we wouldn't get to hear it is all over. We wouldn't get to hear that either, which I kind of <laughs> like. That's kind of like a climactic, you know, saying, right? Whenever somebody gets right. choked out after a hard scrap or something, right? You love that, right? And it's all, you know, you love that, man. But it's, uh, you know, how many shows do they do now, right, on TV where Goldberg's not there? I mean, and it's yeah. You don't miss it that much. It's true. Very true. Right. 
But I'm with you, man. Yeah. I, what I don't want to see is I don't want to end up being boxing. I don't want yeah. to see a, a Muhammad Ali That's act all. for MMA. Yeah. I don't want to see any of that yeah. stuff. I don't want it to be boxing. I just don't want it to turn into boxing. I want fighters, to, you know, to fight the good guys like they're doing now and, you know, do, do everything that they're doing and, you know, keep going like they're going, man. I mean, that's uh, – the sport's got to be different. If they try to make it too much like something else, it's just – it's going to become uh, drab and boring like boxing did. Yeah, boxing. Man. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what's going to say boxing. I don't. I don't know if Shannon Briggs can be saved. Shannon Briggs is going to save boxing. Let's go, champ. Shannon Briggs is going to save boxing. He's uh, he's trying to put it out there and you know make it exciting again. And you know he's uh, he's awesome, man. I've been watching Shannon Briggs videos. He's a motivational guy. He's awesome. So uh, (laughs) shout out to Shannon Briggs, even though he'll never hear it. Shout out to Shannon Briggs. Hey, don't sell the show short. He could be a listener. Come Let's on, go, champ. Yeah, no, I, I, no, he's he's awesome, man. I was watching some stuff on him the other day. He just he just makes you want to go out there and rule the world, man. He's awesome. Well, that's gonna do it for this edition of the Majority Decision. Appreciate everybody for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Majority MMA. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can get it downloaded to your listening device every time we have a new show. Hope everybody has a great and prosperous week. We'll see you next time.